Happy New Year, everybody. It is our first coffee chat of 2024. And we have been doing this since, what, 2014? Oh, this is 10 years of um, of the brand in all of its iterations, which started out as the working single mom and is now the working Phoenix mom. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through several, several reinventions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we're on our 10th year. How about that? So this is the 10th That's, year yes. of Coffee Chat. So good. Okay, well, happy anniversary to us. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Who knew? Really, who knew way back when when there was a small conversation of what what could be that when you continue to move forward in that in that space with that motion, letting all the other things fall away. It's just and you just keep chipping away. Does this work? Is this working? What do I want this to look like? How do I want this to be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, I think the I think the coffee chat is an example. I think where I think I'm an example of you don't have to have it all together. And the thing yes. that I like best about me is you guys walk with me as I change things. Like working single mom obviously wasn't right anymore. So then we tried yes. the working warrior mom, and I tried the working coach mom. And honest to God, like none of that felt right to me. Um, which is why you'll all notice there's a change on the page name to the working phoenix mom which very much feels right to me. And mm-hmm. uh, Working Phoenix Inc. is actually now its own company. And that will actually be the company that we publish from. So I don't know how many of you know this, but my mother was an author and she published over 40 um, affirmation collections and books. And um, she published herself. And so they don't really have a wide audience and they have, they don't have, they didn't have exposure much other than her students and whoever her students shared them with. Mm -hmm. So Tracy and I are going to start reworking um, her work and we're going to start publishing that under Working Phoenix Inc. And we're also going to publish a workbook this year again, which I think we might've talked about last week. So look for, um, you know, information about all that as we go along and, that will be um, those affirmation books. I think you guys will all find really helpful mm-hmm. um, because I know a lot of people have trouble writing their own affirmations. And my mother was, um, you know, a master of language, so her affirmations are really um, cool and unusual and well thought out, and not just the random like "I will make more money, my income double." You know, her stuff has a lot more character than that. She also has affirmations for like almost everything you can think of, every season, every holiday, all of that. So Tracy and I have 40 years worth of work to pour through. Um, Yeah. So, so that's happening. And um, I'm also reworking my stuff and I um, have made some changes in my corporate life. I still have my corporate clients, but I've kind of reduced my time so that I can work more um, on my own content and my own work. Mm-hmm. And I probably will be doing some, Tracy will be will be offering some life coaching stuff, mm-hmm. which Tracy will probably do that piece. And then we'll be offering more like strategy and leadership coaching and consulting. And that'll be my wheelhouse 
Um, and you'll see soon a new Apply Happiness site built out. That's the brand that really Fortunato is going to start to work under is, is the Apply Happiness brand. And the whole purpose of that brand will be basically taking you from a fixed perspective to a growth possibility and all the ways that we can help you with that in your life. So all that being said, um, we offered a free workbook. It is up on the Fortunato Partner site. It was a workbook to kind of help you work through your plans for 2024. I'm toying with the idea. A couple of coaching clients that I finished off with at the end of 2023 asked me like, would I offer class live classes? Would we do some kind of paid workshop or something that they could do? So I'm thinking of offering a couple things a quarter, like a live Zoom with us for like two hours. And it'd probably be between like $49 and $99. And it would be a workshop on a particular topic or a class on a particular topic. So if you're interested in that, you should drop a note in the comments here because yes. that's something that I'm thinking about doing um, based on what what people are asking me for and and wanting to serve you know that the audience that watches the show. Yep. So, what I wanted to start off the new year with asking you, and I made a post the other day about it, is what is it time to let go of for you, um, and let's talk about this in regards to where you want to be in your life, where you want your income to be, where you want your career to be. Um, are you where you want to be? And my guess would be that many of you would answer no in some aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. And so then I would ask you, and I'm asking myself these, that's the beauty of me, right? As I'm teaching this stuff to you guys, I, I continue to cycle through it again and again. And so I'm asking myself these same questions. And as I kind of gave up, you know, economics and time of half of my, what was my business, and now I'm kind of creating a new half, if you will, um, and, and cut the economics drastically, by the way. Um, on purpose, like just because I, I just don't, I want to do less of that work and more of like transformational work. So I, I think everybody that watches kind of knows that I was raised by a transformational coach and I have been doing transformational work since I was 12. It's who I am. It's in my blood. It's my legacy. It's what I'm supposed to be doing when I had to, you know, raise Antonio and pay for everything, I went into the corporate, you know, stuff and I facilitate corporate operations and I'm excellent at it. And I, I am a consultant and all of those things. Um, and my real love is this stuff with the transformational stuff. So I'm, so I'm working on a way to marry those things together as a consulting offering um, and an executive sort of coaching offering. And, and so that's kind of what's in my brain right now. And I'm about to take another Harvard Business School certificate on strategy execution, um, which starts next week. So we'll see what that brings as well. Back to the question. As you look at how you want to put your life together for 2024 and going forward into the future, 
there's going to be things that no longer suit you. There's going to be old iterations of yourself that are no longer valid. And you're going to have to look at how you're trying to squeeze yourself into someone else's box. So we were talking last week about this book, right? How Women Rise. And habit number eight in this book is called The Disease to Please. And so it's a perfect way to cover both of these things. Like, what is it time for you to let go of? And where do you have the disease to please? Like, in your career and in your family and in your life, where are you just all fraught up with trying to make it okay for other people, not stepping into your own self-worth, trying to be smaller than you are to suit someone else or please someone else, taking on too many tasks, just saying yes to everything because I don't know, because you want people to like you or because you're afraid they won't like you or because you don't like confrontation and you don't want to say no or because you think that you have to work like a dog in order to be validated or in order to make a certain amount of money or all of those things. Um, my disease to please shows up career-wise by me just like, saying yes to everything. <laughs> it's like, I'll do it. I've got it. I can do it. I can handle it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, and I can, right? I can handle it and I can do it. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it is for me in that arena of the disease to please. It's not that I can't do it. It's not that I'm not capable of it. It's not even that I think I need to say yes to validate myself. It's more of when I was bringing up Antonio alone, I just took on everything work-related because I didn't want to lose my clients or my job. So there were different times where I was working for myself or working for someone else or whatever. And I was just like, that couldn't happen, right? Because I had to take care of this kid. Yeah. And so I just did whatever was required to get the job done. And I never, ever stopped to think of, do I want to do this type of thing? Yep. That wasn't even a, um, that wasn't even a question I asked myself. It was like, I was just so grateful for the opportunity to have, you know, jobs and clients and tasks that I didn't even I didn't even ask myself, am I enjoying, like, am I enjoying my life or do I want to do this or what do I really want to do? How do I want to serve people? I didn't ask myself any of those questions, to be honest with you. Yep. And I'm only really starting to ask themselves, ask those questions to myself now at 55, sitting where I'm sitting. So this is why I'm sharing all this as I go, because I think these are important questions for any of you that are watching or listening, like whatever stage of your life that you're in, there's no reason that you can't be asking yourself this now. Do I want to do this? Mm -hmm. What do I want mm -hmm. to do? Mm -hmm. you know? How do I want to contribute to the world? Like, what is my passion? Yep. And where am I needing to let go of something? a behavior, an attitude, an idea of how much money I can make, whatever it is, 
Where are you needing to, where are you needing to let go of something? What are you needing to let go of? And where do you have the disease to please? Where are you just like yeah. so busy wanting to please that you don't, you're not even asking, does this suit me? Yep. Does it yep. feel good? Mm -hmm. Do I want to yeah. do like, or the other, the other person, the other thing, the other request, the other whatever, whether it's because we don't have a boundary or we're coming from survival. Or <laughs> yeah, there you go, that, right there. Boundaries. That like, becomes more important than we than us. Like, why is that something outside of us more important than than ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. I never even. What's Janet I mean, saying? Janet, we don't. We just push. We forward. don't. We just push forward and do what we need to do to survive. As we get older and our kids are older, now we can think about other things and doing more of our passion than what we yeah. have to do. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Janet's right on the money. Yeah. Um. And, but I, let me let me say something about that because Janet is kind of where Tracy and I are. Her kids are older now, and they have their own lives and like that. So some of you that listen are younger. And some, and we do have some of the new, younger, really younger generation that's part of our demographic. So here's the thing. Those of us that are older, we didn't know any better. Nobody was out there helping us to see about boundaries. Nobody was really out there helping us to think about whether or not we wanted to do something. Because the truth is, by the rules of the law of manifestation, which is a divine law, um, your attitude and your demeanor is what brings, you know, your, yep. the manifestation, you know, is what brings your stuff to you. Yep. Right. So as you can elevate your attitude and, and, and honor yourself, your level of manifestation will grow, will, will elevate as well. And yeah. then you have different opportunities you can bring to yourself. Trace, you want to say something about yeah. that? And I'll see if I can get rid of the spammer. I just reported it and blocked it. All right. Yeah. Can you delete it? Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, ladies. All Everybody right, guys. We're yeah. just, we have a spammer on here. We're trying to get rid of that. <laughs> so crazy. Um, and okay, I apologize. Yeah. So. Um, the law of manifestation, is that what you were talking about? I'm sorry. I was so. Yeah, no, on, it's okay. You know. It's I'm saying that nobody, when we were younger, um, nobody like Angie Gibson saying she never heard the word boundaries yes. until recently. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Like Angie Gibson I don't think saying she never heard the shit. word boundaries. Yes. Sorry guys. We're trying to, I'm trying to get rid of this comment. Okay. Trace, go ahead. Yeah. I don't think it was part of, I don't even think it was part of our life. Like Angie said, I don't even think it was taught. Like that's something they need to teach in school really, right? To be able to stand on a foundation of truth of who we are and who we want to be in the world and how to, how to get there and how to um, have healthy conversations with people and how to ask for what we want and how to stand in, in the, the truth rather than being bullied. I mean, there's so much to it, right? There's so many layers. And so uh, like Janet said, as we get older, we get, have a little bit more gumption. We have a little bit more, um, you know, I don't care what people think kind of thing. But also, yeah. yes, we do care what people think because we want to be a loving person. So there's there's a fine line between uh, that. It's I don't care what people think if they have a negative attitude about what I'm doing because I believe in myself. But if I'm trying to please them, there's that comes from a different place. You know, when you're when you're doing something because it it's your calling and it's God's will and you're you're living your greatest life, that's different than 
I'm going to do this because I want you to like me, or I'm going to do this because I want more money, or I'm going to do this because disease to please. Right. Um, yeah, it's see Missy's agreeing too with the yeah. whole single, the survive. Yeah. Survival yeah. mode is like, I feel like for those of us that are of the age that we are like, like Missy and Janet and Angie, me and Tracy, like all of us, nobody, like I said, nobody was like, you have to set healthy boundaries and that's going to help you. And you know, right. all of that, it was just like, right. we didn't come from a place where that was even a conversation. Yep. No, it was just like, you got to do what you got to do and, and you got to hustle. And I, and that's the thing, like learning about the law of manifestation and studying it over the last couple of decades and then coming from what I came from and then, you know, there's that fine line between I do personally, because I was raised by like old Italians and I do believe you have to work hard for, you know, to gain things. And I, this is just my personal belief. I know that some people that believe in the law of attraction and the law of manifestation, like think they could just maybe sit on the sofa, eat chocolate and, and money yep. will rain yep. on their head. Yep. Now, honestly, if they really believe that, it may work for them, but because I was raised to believe that, you know, you put in for an honest day, you know, it's like, it doesn't have to be crazy hard. Right. But you have to, in my opinion, you, you put in effort and you get something for that effort that you put in. So whether you're disciplining yourself, like with a prayer practice and an affirmation practice and vision boards and, you know, all that is a discipline, you know, training your mind to see only the good and focus on the good. And those are all disciplines. So it might not look like you're in the Navy SEAL training program, but, you know, for for some of us to discipline our mind in that new way, that's equally as difficult as if we were disciplining ourselves physically or something. Yeah. So it's very much what you think in here. Yeah. And if you, it's what you believe. So we have to change first what you believe about yourself. And then we have yes. to change what you tell yourself. Yes. And how we start to change what you believe about yourself is we first change what comes out of your mouth. So it's like we change your speaking, which changes your thoughts, your thoughts and your speaking are like a connected mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And then out of those changes come a change in what you actually feel and think about yourself. Mm -hmm. And out of all of that comes an elevation which then allows you to attract higher things to yourself. Yep. And then it gets a little easier and then it gets a little easier. I won't say it's always going to be hard in the way that like hard might've been for us 20 or 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. So the level of difficulty or hard or elbow grease will be different. I don't believe that you'll ever have a time where you don't have to have some kind of grit to hold yourself accountable Yes. in the level that you're in and then hold yourself accountable to level up again. I've said this before, like the leveling up is like, you know how the slinky, when you pull it out and pull it up, it goes around and up, around and up, around and up, around and up. 
So it's like the around the cycle of how it goes, like that's never going to go away because life, unless you're totally stagnant, right? Oh my gosh, you just made me think about something. Okay, yeah. so you know when the slinky is sitting on the table, it's sitting, it's sitting on the table. You're going around and around and around and around and around, and you're not really you're not really going anywhere. But when right. you stretch the slinky, you go up, you go around, you go right. up, you go, oh my gosh, that's fabulous. That's excellent. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. That's fabulous. So that's perfect because when you're stagnant, you'll be like Tracy said, you'll be like the sink slinky just smashed together sitting. And when you're in a growth mindset, yes, you, we're pulling you, we're mm. pulling the slinky, and then we're going to teach you how to go around and up, around and up, around and up, around and up, around and up. Mm -hmm. that's, that's beautiful. That's perfect. Yeah, that's okay. so that compacted slinky is complacency and apathy. And it's like when we talk about the emotional scale, that's like the bottom. And then when we stretch the slinky out, mm -hmm. this is how we go and we get to you know, around and up, around and up, around and up. We get to enthusiasm and joy. And, and what's going to happen is you're going to, it's like a wheel. It's like a cycle. You're going to have a particular time. And my mother's theory was that these cycles ran in nine year cycles, right? So let's just say you have a period of life. There's things happening in this period. You're going to have some seed time where you're thinking of the thing that's coming or the behavior that you want to have or adopt. And you're going to do that inner work on that. And things are going to be a little slower in those times. And then you're going to have, she, my mother akined her nine-year model with the seasons. So it's like the spring season, the winter season, you know, with the seasons of the year, but the seasons of your life, these nine-year cycles of your life, kind of same thing. You yeah. have that winter period, then you're going to have that spring period, then you're going to have that summer sort of period, and then the fall period. And so that's and like, all over again. Mm -hmm. Right. So like the new idea, what's happening in my mother's model, I am at one of a new nine-year run, which makes a lot of sense for how I'm feeling and the changes that I'm making and what I'm looking at. Um, and so in, so we'll use my life as an example, because that's what we always do. Um, so in this year of one, which you get to your place in the cycle by adding your age together. So I'm 55. So five and five is 10 and one and zero is one. So in my mother's nine year model, I am a one. And in one, I am very much in the winter phase of the cycle. I am like thinking of the next thing. Oh, it's backwards. Yeah, it's it's backwards, but you can right. see. Well, you can sort of see. <laughs> Summer, spring, winter. One is autumn, oh. which is like seeding the next thing. I'm and eight. then you know you won't like really have that next thing in full mode for another five years or so. Yep. Um, a lot of people think that when you're in this autumn winter part of a, a cycle in your life, be it, you might find that your life is uh, runs in a seven year cycle, whatever, you know, I'm not saying mom's model is just an interesting way to look at it 
And it rings true for all the people. She probably taught it to several thousand people in her lifetime. And it rang true for them. Um, in fact, I just got a note the other day from one of her former students that asked for permission to use um, part of her cycle work in their uh, yoga practice with their students. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she doesn't realize that mom has passed away. So I'm going to have to write to her. Do you remember Martha Krauss? Yes. Yeah, she wrote to mom. Um, so in this model, there there is a time in every again, we're just going to use my life as an example and mom's model in every nine year cycle where you're in the autumn winter period and things are a little slower. Yep. And it's like you're preparing, like you in the winter, how you're underneath the soil and the, the seeds are sleeping and the, the bears are hibernating and everything's quiet and it's it's gaining courage and energy to be able to emerge in spring. And so when things are not happening in the winter and when autumn things are falling and changes, colors are changing. And and so when things are not happening in, in your winter year, it's because that's where you are. And, and people get, they like fight against it. Like, why isn't anything growing and changing? I was right. I was just going to say the beauty of this model is that the way to master manifestation in it all is to embrace the period of the cycle that you're in. Yeah, and so and right not now, make it uh, wrong. Where are, are you? I'm. Um, I am an eight, which is uh, summer, which is from moving right, from so doing to having. No, you're. Yeah, you're in manifesting everything and like yeah. harvesting and all that. So yeah. you're a couple of years. So we're a couple of years off. Yeah. It's good to have friends that are in different places. Mm -hmm. By the way, in the cycle. Mm -hmm. Because when, and it's also good to have some friends that are the same place as you, um, because when you're feeling like nothing's happening, you know, it's good to have friends that remind you that stuff is going to happen again. Like yes. it's going to be okay. Yes. Like this is the building, like seeding phase. That's the phase that I'm in. Tracy's yes. in the like she's in her last, you know, uh, cycle. She's in that place where she's harvesting and bringing in. Yes. you know, all of the work that she's put in over the last X amount of years. Um, so we actually could do a, uh, we actually could do a little class on this. I didn't even think about that, Trace. Um, uh, Red, Red Betty, take your age yeah. um, and add it together. So if you're 55 like me, five and five is 10, and then one and zero is one. So yeah, Trace, so I'm 62, so I'm an eight. Um. Yeah. Okay. So Tracy is an eight because she's 62. So six and two oh. is eight. Um, and if you were like 69 and then six and nine is 15 and then you would add again. So you keep adding your age together till you get one number and that's where you are in the cycle. Yeah. So if you would actually, um, this was, her model is called seasons of prosperity. Um, we actually, oh, Ooh. I have the newer, Tracy's got the old, one. old version. Very I have the old. newer version <laughs> that she uh, revised in 2013. Sorry, people. So we actually could do this as a class for you. That would be fun. If you were interested. Yeah, I think that Tracy and I are going to take this book too, and we're going to try to make some affirmation books that kind of go along with uh, where you are in the cycle. Um, we might so actually republish this and add some stuff to it to make it a little easier to understand. Mom's primary um, 
you know, demographic was students that had already worked with her. Yeah. So if you don't have like an understanding of her work, it's a little bit hard sometimes to, to get, she, she was very like, there was not a lot of explanation because she just liked to get right to the point. <laughs> I so kind of just like, oh, there it is. Uh, I do that all the time. I like, I like plummet. I, I like, don't give me the fluff. Like we're going in. Let's just go in for pizza. Yeah, sake. you can't. I mean, oh. for regular people, you can't do that. We got to. So, um, so bad. Um, I want to say one thing before we end. I'm not sure how much more you have on yours, but I want to talk about the slinky again. But I also wanted to talk about, I'm sure that there's some, a uh, scientific chemistry thing that's happening with the friction of the metal. And I thought of nylons. Okay. So when the nylons are on, in your hand, they're kind of like there, they're not really doing anything. They're kind of just bleh, right. And then when you stretch them and you put them on, they become, they become a force. Right. And so, yeah. um, oh, where was I going with this? So, so, so just understand that the pressure is going to come in and, and the forces, when you continue to elevate up and you continue to stretch yourself, the forces around you, like the, I always say that the road is narrow and the journey is long and people fall away because you're putting more pressure on your life and you're digging in a little bit deeper and just to let that but be what, okay. Yeah. And what I want you to understand is it doesn't have to be hard, like yes. hard, awful. And yes. that's the place where like, I think mom, you know, I think her work, I think that's where Tracy and I can expand my mother's work because I think in a lot of ways, my mother lost her joy along the way yeah. because she was at, she was like 40, 50 years ago with trying to bring work like this out to the world. And it was way harder then, you know? And so she had to like, be very direct and pound on people to get them to hear it and be open to it. And I feel like, you know, there's a kinder way and yeah. I'm more of that, you know, Tracy's a little bit more like mom than me. Um, <laughs> and, and, but that's good because we balance each other and I'm a little bit kinder and gentler because I just see that like, we can't, pound people into it. Like we can't pound you into a new way of being. Yep. We can tell nope. you like, if you don't uh, want to do the work, don't yeah. watch the show, which we still say that. And we're going to keep saying that yep. because there is work to do, but it doesn't have to be awful work. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super hard work, right? Yeah. I, like not hard, like, like beating on a brick wall hard. It right. is hard in the, in the way of you have to discipline yourself and you're changing. you have to yes. be consistent and changing for some patterns. people that's really hard yep. but it doesn't have to be hard like we're gonna beat you know you're gonna bang your head against the wall and that's really hard and awful yeah. it doesn't have and to you're be gonna like have that so much homework that you can't stand it no right it doesn't like have to be like the that homework? oh my gosh yeah so yeah mom was hard and we were both i mean obviously i was trained by my mother for my entire life um so you know, yeah. and Miss Missy, who is a client of mine, yes. is reminding is reminding all of us, like I reminded her, that we have to find joy in every day, even if we're in the mud puddle, yep. because we don't get that day back, yep. right? So if you waste a day bitching and yep. being shitty, yep. that's a wasted day, you know. And honestly, it might help some of you to understand like this cycle model, not like it's the the absolute truth about anything, but it so is a very interesting way to look at things. It's another um, tool. And yeah, it's another tool for your toolbox. 
And so maybe Tracy and I will put together a course, um, like a two hour, you know, a two hour or two or three hour live Zoom where we will teach you this model. Yep. Um, and and really help you to dig into it yep. and understand it. Um, we'll see. I'll see if I think someone has a PDF version of this of my mother's book. Um, I think Michael or Steve-O has it. So because this is something that if you were going to take the class, we want to give you this as a PDF so you could see. That'd be great. Yeah. So you could see what she's saying. Um, OK, so not let me know. I can scan it. But anyway, OK. All right. So if this is something that you guys are interested in, I don't know how many I keep forgetting to create an event for the show. So sometimes the people that are watching live, it's like people are catching the show afterwards and all that. So if you are watching the show later or you're interested in, um, you know, us doing some live classes and maybe even a live class on this model of moms, you know, drop it in the comments, shoot us an email, whatever. So. I will leave you with really think about where are you trying to please people? Hi, Beth. <laughs> oh, good. People are in. Okay. Yeah. There's even if it was a small class, I'll do yeah. it. You know, if we can get eight or 10 of you, even then it makes mm -hmm. it worth it for us. It doesn't have to be a million people. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, smaller is kind of better so we yes. can work you through the model. Yes. Um, okay. So we'll put together something, uh, end of January, um, first, maybe the end of Jan. Yeah. I'd like to get it done for you guys in January so that you can start to work on the model. So I'm thinking a Sunday from like two to five. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that, Trace? Yeah. Is that how Sundays many hours is good. that? Three, four, yeah. five. Is that three hours? Yes. Okay. So Sunday from two to five, I'll put something together on Eventbrite, um, over the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. So my husband saying just alone, my mother's affirmations are incredible. Yeah. She really had an incredible gift for writing affirmations. Mm -hmm. um, so start to look at where are you pleasing? Where are you have the disease to please? Where are you saying mm -hmm. yes or taking things on or doing mm -hmm. things that you don't really want to be doing? Um, we'll have this live by next coffee chat so that we can announce it and then you guys can register. So yep. I'll put it together over the next few days. Um, where are you saying yes when you want to yep. say no? And yep. where are you holding on to things you don't want anymore? Yep. including versions of yourself that no yep. longer suit you. And where most important question is, where are you holding on out of fear yep. of letting it go? Mm -hmm. Where are you doing stuff and holding on to things out of the fear of what will not be there if you let it go, yeah. whether it's economics or someone's support or a relationship, whatever, because I have news all that is catching you up. That's like keeping the slinky compacted. Yeah. That's like glue that makes it, makes you unable to pull that out yeah. and, and get into that growth, you know, thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I don't want to go too much over time where we've been going a little over lately, but I guess that's just because we have things to say. So much to say. <laughs> we have so much to tell you and so much to share. Um, and the new name, you know, the working Phoenix mom, the Phoenix. I don't know how many of you know about the Phoenix, but it has been my mascot animal for the last decade or so. Um, I have what you all don't maybe know is I have been through three catastrophic car accidents in my oh. lifetime, all three, which should have killed me. And yep. they didn't. Yep. Um, I walked away from all three unharmed. Yeah. None of the three were my fault. Yeah. And so I am like the Phoenix. I keep rising from the ashes and creating something new. Yep. And now I'm at that point in my life where I want to teach you how to do that. I want to teach you how to burn up all the shit that isn't working anymore and all of the versions and opinions and attitudes that you have about yourself that no longer suit you. I want to teach you how to burn that up and out of those ashes, create a new version of yourself. And you will do that in your lifetime many times. And what I want to teach you is not to be afraid of that process. I want to teach you not to be afraid of burning out the old and burning everything to the ground and coming up out of that as a new version of yourself. It's a very powerful thing to teach you. Right. Because lots of times things will burn to the ground in your life and you are sad and effed up about it and you think it's the end and you don't understand how it could be that way and you forget that you can make beauty from the ashes. It's a Bible verse, as a matter of fact. Yep. Yep. And you forget that you can speak life into the dried up old bones, which is also another Bible verse. You forget that you can speak life over those ashes and you can create something incredible out of that. And I have done it again and again, and I probably will continue to do it until I leave the planet because it is mine to teach. Yes. And it was mine to live for 50 years so that I can teach it. And now at 55, I'm ready to just step into that Phoenix kind of embodiment and teach you that ashes can be beautiful and you can create something incredible starting from nothing. Yep. And you can do it again.